Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Sorry. I've been busy. What have you been doing? Cutting trees and his, down? And his electrician friends haven't installed yeah, the uh, I hydrophonic. I, mean, like, I think yeah. if you just cut that, you won't need to. I've been building an empire, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Just get ready. I know. I I'm saw serious. the paperwork. It's gonna be, yeah, there we go. It's very professional. I You must have had a lawyer draw that up. I did. Yeah, no, I was going to say. No, that's my brain, wow. baby. That's not as dumb as I look. <laughs> you ready? You yeah. ready? Let's go. What time is it? It's probably way late. Six it's 6.04. We're late. Oh. If anybody's listening right now, they're gravely disappointed. <laughs> As opposed to normal. Hey there, the Pack Filler Podcast is about to begin. You can always follow the show through Instagram, Twitter, and even the Facebooks, if you're still into that sort of thing. The show is streamed live every Tuesday at 6 o'clock Pacific on our Pack Filler Productions YouTube's channel, as well as the Podbeans app. You can call the show directly from Podbeans and chat along in the discussion on both platforms. Yes, I am intentionally saying that, and yes, I should probably record that and sound a little bit more professional if I ever get my shit together. You guys, this episode of the Pack Fillers is brought to you in part by our friends at Giant Bicycles. Have you seen that gi- that Giant is now leading rides and workouts on Zwift? They are. No. Yeah, you can go to the website, giant-bicycles.com slash US. Let me do that again. Giant slash is in the little the little line. Not it's that. not a giant Giant slash. dash. Giant oh. dash. Okay, giant-bicycles.com slash US. Or just Google it, Giant you know, dash. and then you should be good. Yeah. Giant-bicycles.com. So is there a slash. smaller dash? As opposed to a giant dash. It's a regular dash. It's <laughs> oh, not the <laughs> underscore dash. Okay, okay. Yeah. To check out the schedule, <laughs> add, add to the fact that they, no matter what level or terrain or interest you have, have a bike to fit you perfectly. So get to your local Giant dealer today. Take it from me. I'm a TCR advanced rider, and that's the only time I can use the word advanced when I'm talking about my skills. <laughs> I had it on the wrong camera the whole time. Everybody's looking at you guys while I was reading the copy. That way they think I'm making it up. Picking our nose. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Making what up? Picking what up? No, you said they think I'm making it up. Oh. That I don't have prepared notes in front of me or anything like that. I know. But they they don't. But now they do. Uh Shit. Hey, it's Tuesday, January 19th. Tomorrow's inauguration day. And with 2021 off to such a splendid start, I expect no disruptions at all. Here in the powered 
I want to emphasize the word powered pack filler studio. I'm Pat Bulger. With me are the Bicycling Brain Trust, the Cranian Captains of Cycling, the Pedaling Purveyors of Prognostication, or the Wheel Whisperers themselves. Nobody laughed at that. That was fucking brilliant. Yeah, that was, that was well done. I didn't know if they it was were laugh really, worthy, but really, it was well really done. Really big words. Yeah. I wasn't following. <laughs> Paul Main, a.k.a. Professor Paul. How are you, man? Good. Jackson Bulger, <laughs> a.k.a. Knigget Wing. How are you, man? Good. Uh, the theme's a little too hot. Uh, we know that Jackson's good, and the theme's going to be over in a second here. So, uh, Jack Broadhead, a.k.a. We don't have a nickname for him yet because he doesn't ride enough to earn one. Yep. Hi, Jack. Hey. And I'm Pat Bulger, a.k.a. Simply Huge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to let that one down. I'm never going to live that one down. I am Big Bone. Yeah, and you're Big Bone 2? Big Bone? I'm not Big Bone. No, but you said you're Big Bone 2. Like, you're fat and you're Big Bone. I didn't say that. I didn't say you're fat. You said 2, though. <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> Set up. Yeah, like my wife. I fat shame myself, so yeah. it's okay. Uh, you guys, let's talk about last week. For Before we even get to anything bicycle-related, um, we finished the show. I got it posted. Everything was good. Happy. I went to bed planning on an early morning Super early morning interview with with the one and only Matt Stevens. Well, that show has been posted. Thank you. Yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah I was I was definitely looking for praise there. Um, only to wake up in what would appear the apocalypse. Where 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 does the Lord of the Rings Middle Earth? Right. Okay. I, I outside our homes, it looked like one of those gigantic monsters ran through Middle Earth, if you will. You guys going with me on the visual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because there were trees down all over our neighborhood. I I went up to Comstock Park this last weekend, Ooh. and it looks honestly like it looks horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, yeah. for those of you not knowing what Spokane, Washington is like, we're in the Evergreen State, and up here on the South Hill, where all the snobs live, <laughs> there are a shit ton of evergreen trees and above ground power lines. You'd think some electricians would get that shit figured out, but it's not uh, our deal. Not not, no, not, no, not my fault. Yep. Yeah, not my fault. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, wind took out seventy plus mile an hour winds took out all these trees in our neighborhood, and it looks like absolute insanity. It, I mean, power lines, cars. I saw a brand new RV get crushed in its own driveway. People mm-hmm. said they knew how to use it. A yeah. few houses over yeah, on yeah. the other side of Grand. There's one right over here. Smashed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just out of control. Yeah. So um, I was feeling kind of first world problems in the fact that I didn't have power to interview a guy in England via Skype in my studio. Um, it was hard. It was, it was really hard to kind of get through that moment in my life and, and things like that. And I remember talking to you, for example, Paul, um, you lost power for the first time ever, and it's because we were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, you said, uh, have you lost power? And I said, no, I, I haven't. And the only time I lost was in 96. We had an ice storm here. Mm-hmm. And we've had several storms lately that I've never lost power. Ten minutes later, boom. Yeah. <laughs> and we're the last ones to get back online. Were you? Yeah. When did you was, go back? It was about 4 o'clock on Saturday. Don't oh, you have, don't you have a generator? Do you need that's, me? To that's hook? another story. Do you, need, do you need me to hook up a generator? <laughs> for I looked you? at my <laughs> wife. I get a text from CP. I said of his generator system, and he's like, "Thank you so much." And I, yeah. And, and I'm looking at it, and I said, "You know, 
I, I can't tell tell you how many generator backup <laughs> systems I've done really? in 27 yeah. years. My mom has an automatic transfer switch. She doesn't even know the power goes off, you know, other than her her natural uh, gas bill goes auto, way up. Auto. Yeah. 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 How, how big of a generator do you need? 10K. Yeah. Oh, I've got a 2,000. If you're gas, you don't need yeah. that much. But if you want to run just a few, that 2,000 is fine. They run your furnace and, and a series of lights. Microwave. That's fine. Microwave. So you can pick and choose yes. what yep. things you yes. want to yep. run? Yep. I know I can't run the fridge because that would fry, that would overpower the no, generator. No, you can't. Really? Yeah. On a 2,000 watt generator? Yeah. It's, it's kind of... You don't want to run like everything. Welcome to Electrical Talk, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a podcast. Yeah, yeah about no. <laughs> electrical talk. I think we've been we'll there before. Over. <laughs> but anyway, I said, here I am setting all these up, and I don't mm-hmm. have one. You're like the car mechanic that drives the car that yeah. barely runs. Don't look at yeah. the cobbler's yeah. kid's shoes. Yeah. 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 Jack, did you lose power? No, I, we don't lose power down there. Jackson, the Jackson, your grandfather wanted to know if you lost power. He's like, "How's Jackson?" I'm like, "400 um, miles away." Uh, yeah, we had a pretty intense storm here. Like it was rattling our windows and everything. But no, we didn't. We didn't lose power. I know some people in Portland did lose power, but no, we didn't. We luckily, thankfully, no. didn't didn't lose it because we already had earlier in the earlier in the year. So I never realized how dependent I am upon electricity until I walk through my own house flipping switches. Mm-hmm. Like I'd come down the stairs and I'd automatically go click, <laughs> and it gets what the colder fu- click, click, and colder click, 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 click. and colder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will yeah. say we uh, we lost power earlier, like I said in the year, and uh, newly having a black cat. Oh, <laughs> see the cat. Oh shit! It's, it's, tough, on it. it's a tough thing to do. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> a cat oh, sound. Oh, got him! <laughs> there he is. <laughs> so yeah. I was on the coast over Hoquim. Okay, twenty miles from the ocean. And um, we had a little bit of flooding. And then about 8 o'clock that night, we had some winds were picking up. And it's like, we're laying in bed going, wow, it's pretty fucking windy. Yeah. And I fell asleep and everything was normal next morning. But we looked at the news and Spokane was annihilated. And we're like, we're like at the front, you know. And I I think the, the trees on the west side or right by the coast are just so used to it that yeah, because I think if we yeah. got hit hard with moisture, and usually it's frozen yeah. this time of year, we're mm-hmm. always moist. So our yeah. trees, you know, our roots are yeah. probably deeper, and and they're just used to it. But so 60, 70 mile per hour winds are pretty easy. On, you you know, said coast. moist, moist. That's that's a, a gross that's word. a that's a word that bothers certain people. Yeah, it just said moist. it's a gross word. Moist, Jackson. It bothers you, doesn't it? You know, I've I've come to You've overgrown it. There. You know, mutual over. agreement Moist and I have. Yeah. <laughs> <Moist. And a laughs> <few chites. laughs> I gotta say though, and I, I have to call him out on this show, even though I don't know if he really listens. Well, how far are we in? Ten minutes? No, he's not listening anymore. So I gotta thank my dad. Um <laughs> He's in bed. No, he's, he's usually he's like, bored. Oh, I started listening to the show. You did a commercial, and I shut it off. Because <laughs> I don't have the money you do, Dad. No, um, but uh, but uh, I got to thank my dad because he has a uh, he was not in his house here in Spokane, and my wife and I got to go there and and have a house with electricity and heat. And Paul, I'm you're giving me the look like you fucker. Why didn't you invite me over? No, there's um, extra bedrooms no. there. There we, was. We have cats bedroom. and dogs. We oh, have to yeah, take yeah, care. yeah. 
And and I was also able to, to set up a makeshift uh, studio there in their dining room. And so uh, I got to do the the interview with Matt. And so if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to that one, it's a good good talk with the dude. He's he's and I say dude because I felt relaxed. It was comfortable. It was it was one of those kind of things. And the guy you expect him to be is the guy he is. So mm-hmm. um, so I recommend that one. That was that was a good one. So he, here we. He does sound incredibly down to earth. He like, is. Yep. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I, I was really happy. I wish I was, the show, yeah. I wish the show was video. We did the whole show on Skype, mm-hmm. and I wish I'd have done it in video because he's wearing this kind of this denim black jacket, you know, just kind of yeah. the short ones, underneath a Star Wars shirt, mm-hmm. black shirt with <laughs> yellow Star Wars. And he stood up at one point when I asked him one of the rapid fire questions, something people don't know about you. He says that I'm in my pajamas, and he had black and white checkerboard pajama oh, pants nice. on. And he wasn't afraid to show them. <laughs> yeah. and so I was that's, like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For me, for example, I'm naked right now from the waist down. <laughs> That's why I'm not going to get up and get out of the beer. I won't go on that side. Yeah. yeah, I just want the listener to imagine that one. <laughs> Gentlemen, who's riding? Oh, let's start with Jack. Jack, who's riding? Well, I've been running. Um, why? I, I figure so. That's so I'm only going, three letters. I'm, we want running is, is six letters. Run is three. <laughs> so ride so, is so, Okay, I'm I'm totally getting motivated. I was looking for my fenders because we're going to have a little... Fenders. We're going to have a little wet get-together over on the west side. You're going to announce that? You can announce it if you want. I I mean, that would mean... That would indicate commitment. And we haven't had any commitment from Nightwing yet anyway on this one, so we might as well put them on the spot. Yeah. So, so yes, you guys are going to come over sometime (laughs) in March. um, Mid-March to... He's, I'm doing um, shit. But but I've got a, I've actually probably got three good days of sixty mile rides lined up that you guys have never seen, other than maybe Vance Creek if we do that loop. Mm-hmm. But um, and nobody from over here wants to put fenders on their bikes because. It never oh. rains over here, and Jackson, you, you have will, fenders. You'll all hate he, he each has, other. He, I'm looking at his bike, and, his, and behind him, he's got a little seat saver one. Pass saver. That just all that does is send it to the guy behind you. Yeah, it doesn't. It it saves you, but it doesn't save the guy behind you. And on, you know, kind of on the west side, there's a etiquette about yeah, don't show up to the right if you don't have fenders. Really? So I'm gonna have to just sit on the front because I'm have fenders. No. no. You guys fucking melt in the rain can, or something? <laughs> There's no way I'm going to. You so, guys melt in the rain or something? Uh, well, ah, yeah. A hundred. Okay, so. What a, a world! What a world! A hundred, a hundred days of rain, and you'll fucking want to. A set of fenders. No, I, I don't disagree. Yes. It's it's terrible. Well, and and so Jackson he lives in in Portland. pouring down rain. And yeah, because yeah. they get more rain than Seattle. yeah. So ride in a pace line every day behind somebody, and you will be, you'll be pissed off yeah. if if they are not with fenders. They got to go to the back. So anyway, so what do you, so I'm I'm what do, you, what do you use for a standard road bike anymore? Me? Just plastic clip-on ones or something like that? I was looking for mine. This is from a like genuine question. I haven't bought they, a set they of do road. have some that are, are really yeah. 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 Temporary. Yeah. Temporary fenders. Oh god. I was looking for my for mine. I uh, can't. Look at my bike. Look at the giant. I don't have anything that goes I don't, my it's awesome. not a wishbone stay. First of all, Look at the yeah, top of my my I, chain I stays. Different it's bike. solid where bike. the brake mount is, where Just the brake boss is. So there's you no can fender. Find can... Quite a few, like Jack was saying, temporary yeah. um, fenders that'll clip on to your 
to your fork and to your uh, seat stays as well. I'm going to rivet but, a and series. If you look at my seat stays, they go... And I said chain stays the first time, so don't mm-hmm. fucking at me, anybody. <laughs> uh, look at my seat stays. They're, they go solid from the brake boss up, from I'll, the brake bridge. I'll build you something yeah. out of uh, milk cartons. Okay, thanks. And just rivets they and milk cartons. I believe yep. they have, they have okay. fenders. Yeah. So we're planning Mudguards, a training camp. if you're from England. Mudguard, yeah, right. Yeah. We're, so we're planning a training camp, yeah, which three days. is funnier than shit. Three, three mile days. Yeah. Uh, lots of food. Jackson, book it. I, I'm not, I will not take no as an answer. And beer. <laughs> we'll we'll see how well oh I'll, he's I'll giving us the parent response he's going we'll see grandpa i want that for christmas well we'll, well see you'll be graduated by then so no he won't in oh, two won't. months <laughs> oh two months yeah fuck we can push it to April. well you can't blame he's not him finished till may you can't blame him look who's months. who's committed to this karsten yeah you, old me, fucking guys, old guys. yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're just going to sit around. No, oh, talk about the old days. Yeah. yeah, you know, and somebody might pull a, a Vela News out you? from 1992 and say, <laughs> "Look, I'm a picture." This is oh. 95. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 So okay. I don't blame you, Jackson. That's right. You don't have to yeah, go, whatever. Jackson. It's fine. We'll see. We'll see. It's an I'll hour and 45 okay. minutes from my house. Um, Paul, you've been riding. Well, I got your right mid sip. Yeah. Um, got a ride in yesterday. I planned on Saturday. You did. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, so outside. Um, yeah, outside. It was last minute because that's part of, I think, our topic. I'll be throwing that in. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so today's topic: marriage. Because <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's right. So yeah, I planned on. I bought. I stripped my bike down on Tuesday night. Got it all cleaned up, frame all bearings out. Um, pressed in the bottom bracket. Because it's a stupid BB eighty six, and uh, and then I thought, well, Wednesday, I'll assemble it. Brand new chains, cables, housing, the whole shooting match. It's totally rebuilt, and that's when we had the power out. Yeah. So you can't really fix a bike in the dark. Put it together. There's headlamps. I know. People have but still, <laughs> there's still Plus a lot of other black. things. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Plug in yeah. power tools that you put your bike together with. Yeah, but uh, no light. By the Other way, than my little hey, headlight, Jack, Jack. In case you didn't know, that little red thing in front of you—that's what picks up the sound coming out of your face. <laughs> so when you look away from it, when you talk like this, the listeners kind of not getting what they're here for. So I can hear you just fine. <laughs> but that's part of the issue that we're going to be talking about, like modern day bikes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, it's not. If I could have done it blind on a steel bike. I've done oh, enough of those. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, pretty much. Anyway, um, and then so Sunday came, and that's when I was able to assemble it. Uh, but I was also cleaning up the massive debris in my backyard. You got the and chainsaw? We cleaned out the house. With the neighbors? No, I didn't. No chainsaw. No. I don't own a chainsaw. I hate chainsaws. I, I don't hate own a chainsaw either. I hate them. Anyway, so then, then it's, well, I'll do it Monday. And then Monday was a cluster putting the bike together, but yeah. I, w- I was able to finally get it together, so. And then went up for a 20-mile ride, and today I did the stairs. And we were scared there was a crack on your bike, too. That yeah, was yep. yeah but uh, the guys, the good old boys at uh, Mojo said, Mojo. hey, fucking idiots, just a scratch from a chain. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's said. No, John good. said that. With you're Carbon, a fucking idiot. Did that's he say you're a no. fucking idiot? <laughs> no. I hope he did. <laughs> no. I would hope he did. Jackson, tell me about if, if you've been straddling a top tube. I've been stalking you on, on Strava, so I've seen a couple, but I don't know if I saw any more than that. 
Yeah, so um, I have been. I've been getting both swift when it rains, and then the weather has been pretty impeccable here. Um, today I saw 54, I think, on the wow on the yeah. uh, on the thermometer. So I it's been pretty nice. Um, I've been able to get out. I got out today for 20 miles. Uh, last week I was able to do 50 miles. So I'm Shit. pretty happy with get being able to go outside. West Coast, being, yeah. West Coast are always two months ahead. No fenders, though, right, Jackson? Just well, I have saver. my little ass saver. Yeah. But he's riding alone. Last week, and hmm. my bike was uh, went from black to brown real quick. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, in case anybody cares. I, my oh, weeks, yeah. My, hey, how, did you get any rides in? Yeah, I did. My mm-hmm. week started off really well. I was doing, um, I, I switched to a, a Sufferfast training program. And so I, I, I've been doing them when I, you know, I'm not following it to the letter of the law, but. Um, I did a couple throughout the beginning of the week, and then of course, God smiteth me and 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 knock out the power, <laughs> knocked out the power. So I I didn't do anything there. I was gonna actually bring my rollers to my dad's place and just kind of ride them in the garage because I had been on my rollers in so long I missed them. Um, but I didn't do that. I I actually my wife and I were feeling sorry for ourselves. And so we drank wine over these days. <laughs> so I wouldn't necessarily so, call that training. So in the dark, you can you can drink wine, but you can't ride your bike. Yeah, well, no. riding your bike's not romantic. <laughs> but anyway, and then I uh, this weekend uh, mm-hmm. when we had power back, I came down here on Saturday. It was pretty shitty, just kind of overcasty. So I was able to get, I got about two hours and plus on Zwift. And then Sunday, yesterday, I got out for a good old-fashioned road ride. It felt brilliant um i only i think i got 20 some miles was it but a little over a thousand feet of climbing and it felt so goddamn good to get outside i always complain about it i'm always like oh i don't want to get on all my gear i'll just get on swift yada 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 and carson kind of says that stuff too and i agree with carson don't tell him (laughs) you know he's gonna (laughs) listen um but i agree with him sometimes it is easier to just come down here and hop on but boy once you get all the shit on and you're gone and you're outside and it's sunny Fuck, much much good. better talk yeah. about a brain charge it was mm-hmm. so nice um so yeah i did drink wine and if anybody's keeping keeping track on my weight loss uh it's pretty much stayed put i've <laughs> lost i didn't gain i and didn't there gain. You go i've lost positive. four i have 14 to go so shit um i see a lot of people posting their plans to attend uh and and register for events already um has have any of you guys got something on your radar paul and we're, we're gonna end up drinking if you say if you say the name no it, it moved it moved to they moved september it? yeah what, what did they move paul they moved grab you tour to bloom tour to bloom yeah jackson oh <sighs> does roger promote it no, what are you are you drinking a cider or are you just drinking yeah. like soda water oh a cider oh, okay good, good man okay. we'll keep doing this yeah. jackson will get really funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they moved it moved it to i think like 22nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, or something like that in, in September. I should be oh, ready. Oh, shit. Just because be to make yeah. sure that COVID is done. So the first stage race is Walla Walla, and I think that's the first part, first weekend in June. Ooh. Which, if if we're at stage four. So um, Montana has the Rocky... Rocky Mountain Roubaix. Mountain Roubaix, and that's in May. Um, so that is definitely a target for me. I don't know about Walla Walla because that's my 40th... Um, High oh. school reunion. 
Oh. I'm that old. I thought you were going to yeah. say like anniversary. Yeah. And I was like, no, no. no. Yeah, you Jesus. can do that. Fuck the high school reunion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jackson, you got anything on your radar? You and I tried to get into to Ted King's little Vermont gravel gig, but uh, that didn't work. Yeah. Um, I am kind of playing along um, wherever you guys go. I'll probably go along with you because you're my team um so other than the so, training camp other than the training the <laughs> mandatory training camp yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um but <laughs> yeah. no i think Just um, leave that alone. <laughs> but I, um <clears throat> i'd like to do the midnight century uh and do somewhat well in it this year i think that'd be a cool thing for me and it kind of plays into my my love of gravel anyway so i think that's my big target right now i see that um Unbound Gravel? Is that what it's called now? Oh, formerly DK? Yeah, registration's mm-hmm. open for it. Wow. Just saying. Hmm. Put your name in that lottery. First week Is it first weekend of June or first weekend of May? I have no idea. I didn't pay any attention after that, even though it's probably my <laughs> job to do such. Hopefully it's the former and not the latter. Then. Yeah, yeah. Jack, you going to do... Yeah, I got I, I, my big worry is getting on my bike before you guys come out to my house and make me ride 180 <laughs> miles in three days. That is my big goal. So let's just, you know. All right. The wife says we can get on the trainer tomorrow morning. Yeah, I'm gonna mix running and riding to get fit. Yeah. To get to get you know the heart and lungs. And it stops right there. You're not gonna go anymore running until you get fit. Then you're gonna stop. Then you'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. Which stop? Which I. I, uh, yeah, let's just, let's just get through March. I've got to get on the bike and, and thought about going skiing this week. Um, that's still not cycling. I I know. I'm just trying to get my heart, get my heart going, lose a little bit of weight. See if I killed it. I'll say if one more time, if Mm -hmm. events don't happen, let's go. Fuck it. It, it COVID fucked us again. We can't all just continue to live in this state of limbo. What are some, for example, I have just set up some some challenges to myself. For example, I would like to maybe chase down some Strava challenges. See if I could find some. You know, uh, for example, uh, the the course time I did for the Pack Filler Classic earlier this year, that 50-mile loop, mm-hmm. maybe try to beat it or something like that. Try to find some specific Strava challenges that I could beat. Or even as a team, let's say we found a sprint one and we wanted to haul ass and see if you could bust that. I want to do something endurance-based. I want to do a long overnight kind of a trip, and I know I'm going to lose Paul at that one immediately when I talk about something like bikepacking. Yeah. But what are there? Are there any? Is there anything out there that you guys were thinking like, okay, shit, if everything goes to hell in a handbasket, I could attempt this? Or have you guys even – has it even crossed your radar? Paul's shaking his no. head like, no no way. I'm, I'm either doing Tour de Bloom or I'm – bust he's drinking right now well no i i just i don't even give it as an option really? and yeah it's it's gonna happen that's how i okay. otherwise Good if i start positive. getting this yeah You're very positive yeah otherwise if i start going well if it doesn't happen like eeyore I'm right not there. being Eeyore. I'm being realistic. <laughs> realistic. I bit my tongue a little bit there. Um, but I'm being realistic. Yeah, the fact that having something in the backup, you know. I, you know, I'm hoping that, that if it does, you know, 
shit the bed, then, then you know maybe so local guys like we, you had Sean Howard a couple of years ago yeah. putting things together, maybe doing something like that, paper plate races and yeah. stuff, something, something. I oh, d- in case you guys didn't know, we're doing eight races regardless, rain or shine. There uh, we go. I, well, when I say we, Pack Filler is putting on eight races this year. Virtual or a mix? Mix. Okay. Predominantly in person. If COVID, awesome. they're going to be a yeah. time trial. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I did ask um, a, a promoter over on the west side about what's the WSBA calendar. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's like, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, For those people who don't know what that is, Washington State Bicycling yeah, Association. Yeah. It's our It's like Orbra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he said it will be likely limited. Um a lot of time trials, a lot of, you know, stay away from each other, but there is a calendar. So whatever Shoot. that means. I mean, there's something. So we could we could So you're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance that, you know, the racing's going to happen. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that was mm. wow. That's me doing my investigation cuz right. I'm I'm pretty motivated. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> You guys don't believe me. No, we don't. Actually, one of the biggest motivating factors was listening to your podcast uh, a couple weeks ago and and having you talk about people that you would like to beat. Yeah. It's like, I I kind of felt like, wow. Whom you named. And it freaked me out how quickly you named said person. The minute you, the second you said that, I, this is the first person I thought of. Really? I didn't even have to think about it. And Jackson, um, you knew immediately? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, but you live with the guy, so I, I. No, he lives in Portland. Well, I know, but I mean, <laughs> the, you've probably had discussions with the guy, with with your yeah, dad about this. About yeah, the guy. yeah, and yeah. and I just, I mean, I've I've gotten this feeling for um, a, a couple of years now, and and, really? I, and I just, it it sort of motivated motivated me to figure out a way to help destroy the evil empire oh you, you also want to like, beat karsten i, I mean shit oh oh oh. <laughs> oh man it's not karsten, karsten i love yeah. karsten yeah. but but you also but no i just i just uh, somehow some way help yeah the cause i, I don't I think there i'm gonna cause. be the guy to do it i just the person this person is stronger Fuck. i did some investigation yeah. throughout the week yeah 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 and i I don't know. I'm, I know more now. I don't know the guy. <laughs> I really don't know the guy. I just, I just, right. I just want to help you out. So should we get should motivating? We get, should, it is. It is. Should we get to the news, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. That's a little hot. Although when I listen back, it's never as hot as I think so it is. Listening to my when I'm traveling across the state and I'm listening to on AirPods, I can I really struggle to hear the so background noise. Just no, just conversations. Your your Lies. interview. Yeah, I was like... So pick apart the podcast, please. (laughs) Especially while we're live. I appreciate that, Jack. Oops. Uh, um, Top headline, uh, Jack Broadhead is a fucking (laughs) asshole. Well, everybody knew that. (laughs) First one, more time for Remco. Remco Eventable is going to need further three weeks off the bike, you guys, to help his pelvis fracture heal completely. Giving him just three months to prepare for the planned Grand Tour debut at the Giro d'Italia. In case you didn't know, he fractured his pelvis when he went, oh, I don't know, over a bridge into a ravine at uh, Lombardia last August. 
He appeared to have recovered quickly and was back training in November, December. How apparently he's still in quite a bit of pain. Team doctors advised him to stop training in mid-December, putting a halt to his comeback. Uh, first of all, any guys, you guys have any thoughts on what that could mean for a guy like him in his season? Uh, count him in or count him out, especially as we're staring down. I can't believe we're three months away from the Giro already. Mm-hmm. Shit. I, I, Paul's got his arms crossed. He's opinionated and he's ready to go to battle. <laughs> well, I obviously is a more serious break or in a position where, you know, it's uncomfortable to ride, but yeah. somebody that young, not recovering, that's a scary, scary thing. I'm sure we don't get all the details, but, um, you know, if, if doctors are saying, dude, you got to back off yeah, or it's gotta be on a, maybe a pivot point or something where, Right, I don't know. Saddle, yeah. Man, that that pelvis, pelvis is a yeah. big, yeah. nasty bone. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, Geraint Thomas cracked his when he he crashed in the Giro, and that doesn't seem to be a problem. So I'm oh. I'm thinking somebody that young and that little that must have been a bigger break than was led on to. Yeah. Or he was too anxious, too like a, like the youth, yeah. and and forced an issue. So. Um, it's a bummer. I mean, you to, would think that there would be so many people watching over uh, him in every single so. step of the process, but but yeah, shit. I mean, what freaks me out about Remco though is that. So you said what? How many months or weeks before the the Giro will he be ready? Is what you what you were saying? Well, technically, we're we're um, we're three months out from the Giro yeah. right now. See what what freaks me out about him is he'll have so little time to get ready. And he'll still just be like he'll win a stage at least, I bet. Because from what I'm seeing from him, he's just—I don't know—he's just tearing it up, no matter the circumstance. He recently spent time apparently at the training camp. He was—he was physically there, but spent most of his time in the gym and cardio workouts in the pool instead of joining his teammates mm-hmm. for for quite a bit of long rides. Um, my my—I guess the the other thing that popped into my head when I'm doing this the the news headlines is. Is Quick Step ready to be a stage race based team? I think they're pointing that way, yeah. right? Um, you know, they they got Remco obviously, and he can do like uh, the Ardennes or yeah. you know, because he's kind of small. But um, gosh, who was it? Somebody else that they got? Well, it, the guy that uh, was in the. In the Giro, the Puerto Rican, uh, Puerto Rican, (laughs) Portuguese, yeah, no. So there's another possibility for, I mean, that guy had the um, leader's jersey for a good couple of weeks. But that's no major Grand Tour Ineos kind of an operation. Not Ineos, but um, the Koenig. Yeah, no, I'm saying they're they're not cop. They're not following that formula of the Ineos style of an operation. They're not going. We're completely. Haven't they always just kind of gotten just that one guy, but not a team like? Well, we're still going to win stages. We're still. It's like they almost leave them out on an island. I mean, they said they said that they were going to uh, um, set up a team that that will help out. Um, what's his name again? Jackson. Uh, Joao Almeida. Yeah, Almeida. Oh, okay. At, at the at the Vuelta, so he's going to target that, and that is going to be his target, and the team will be set up for him. So there you go. I mean, I I think um, I think Lefebvre said at one point that by 2022 that he was going to start 
aiming for um, you know a a uh, Tour de France win or Grand Tours. Shit. So he's probably pointing that direction. Well, he's certainly mastered the classics. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. but which is an incredibly sex, uh, sexful, successful <laughs> business model. That why would you waver from it? I guess I don't know. Well, does he, I don't think he has to. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but but a ride a rider like Evenepoel has got to be one of those guys that you want to probably place up there. So mm-hmm. I, you know, things think yep. about from the future. Uh, second story, I know what DSM stands for. Now, now that they're a sponsor, yeah. Team DSN stands for Don't Say Much. <laughs> Reason behind it is uh, Mark Hershey's abrupt departure from Team DSM, formerly Sunweb, to UAE Team Emirates at the turn of the year remains a mystery. A non-disclosure agreement has it so. Uh, they pres- Apparently so. Uh, you know, According to Hershey, I, well, let me look here. Who am I, who am I d- directly quoting? Um Th- anyway, 37-year-old who went to wear a neck brace for the last 10 days. What the fuck? I'm, oh, okay. There we go. Two sides. Uh, yeah, they've lost Marcel Kittle, Warren Bargiel, Tom Dumoulin, Michael Matthews. All have left the squad ahead of the expiration of their contracts. I know I mentioned this last time, but what the fuck's going on? These guys all try to bail as quickly as possible. They have had good years and good seasons with this team. Um Flesh Malone, Tour de France stage winner, didn't stay on the market for long. UAE grabbed him just four days later, or, uh, you know, not the 24 hours later that I said he was going to Enios. <laughs> um, so uh, let's speculate. It, are, do we still think it's the, just the German directors and the, the ultimate rules that you must follow? Yeah, I, I do think so. Do you? Yeah. Really? Well, I think that's that seems to be the voice that keeps coming back any anytime somebody asks, like, their director has a way. This is your schedule. You don't get the very. From, yeah. You don't have any input. So that's that's what I've read. That's what I've heard from podcasts. So I mean, some people are like, you know, but this is what I want to do. Nope. Sure. Yeah. Do, so. what, what other podcasts have you? Oh, the tons. <laughs> so so don't if they lose all their uh, UCI point scores, do they make the tour? They won't. By you're talking about DSM. Yeah. L- Hershey? Yeah, yeah, they, they got plenty. They have plenty. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. After, yeah, after, after every, last after year, everybody's yeah. left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After after the season they had, not Hershey gave them obviously some points, but uh, not like the center of the team. Mm-hmm. Not to say okay. sole focus yes. or anything like. He's that. just a young prospect. Yeah. I I kind of think it's on the same uh, thing that Paul was saying. It seems like it's a very strict setup, and I think when. From what it seems like when stars want to have a little bit more flexibility, it seems like they're not really allowed that. And I think they immediately think, well, what's what's it like on past years new? And they kind of they kind of jump ship. That's what it's seeming like with the the, the list of stars that you kind of read out to me. Yeah. Well, you know, his agent is who Fabian Cancellar. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, the blood thickens. Yes. Well, be OK. You guys ready for a sad moment? No more Mavic. Mm. For the first time since 1977, there will not be yellow neutral support cars in the tour. Oh. Shimano will replace Mavic as the neutral support partner with Omri Sport Organization, which is ASO, organizers of the Tour de France Paris-Roubaix, they announced on Tuesday. Uh, Mavic in 2020 was pl- placed in receivership 
following a botched 2018 sale of the company that left 250 employees a week um, at, at risk. Sorry. Um, so things aren't good for my week right now. And it's and I, I don't know why that I wanted to bring this up. You know, there are other stories in the news, but I was just like, God, it's kind of the end of the era. You know, they are iconic for us you know, our generation because yeah. they're always the yellow. They were the only only ones to buy as far as wheels. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. GP4s, yeah. I still have a set. I do too. <laughs> now, my I, I was going to bu- build them up. My question is, with that neutral support, do you have, uh, other than Chris Froome grabbing one of the yellow bikes when he was running up Vontu, do you guys ever recall any very specific moments in the bike races you've watched where you've watched a Mavic support vehicle actually call into effect? during the tour it's like holy the shit motorcycle. thank god you're here wheels they usually the motorcycle right yeah the motorcycle that, with wheels more. it's a big big deal yeah. really and, i yeah. don't recall the, the bikes it. not so much yeah yeah it's more the brakes the brakes breakaways with the the wheel support mm-hmm. from the motorcycles is, yeah see i they're remember there. in um what was uh i'm losing i'm forgetting the name uh lance tour. armstrong <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, Matthew Vanderpool. He won it. Oh, oh feel like an asshole. Yeah, I, so I, I just watched highlights of like 2019 through 2020 of Matthew Vanderpool. Fuck. Did he lose anything? He won so much yeah. for a year. I was just, I was astonished. I, I, he's my new favorite guy. Jackson, I'm sure you were saying something intelligent. Sorry, there. Jackson. <laughs> sorry, to, to, sorry, to, yeah, sorry Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flanders, Flanders, Jeez. Flanders. Yeah, That's yeah. What it was. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the Bora Hansgrohe riders uh, was riding, funny enough, a Shimano bike, and I was thinking, why in the hell does why did Specialized go blue? Um, but that I think that's the only time that I remember like a neutral service of any kind being I'm, used. I'm kind of bummed about it. I, 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 it shouldn't really make that big of a deal, but I couldn't imagine. I can't imagine Mavic going away, though. I mean, but you know, I guess. Well, they had to restructure. Maybe that's just a part of the budget. Yeah. One that that really hurt them on on those uh, neutral support is I'm going to say it, disc brakes. <laughs> oh. Because there were so many different yeah. sizes, so many yeah. different that the wheel selection had to be. You know, back in our day. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all, all the spacing was pretty close, especially when 10 speed came around. Yeah. Campy, Shimano, and SRAM are all interchangeable uh, at that point in time. I personally ride Campy 10 speed with yeah. Shimano. If if I had 10 speed, we could I do. split, change wheels. But, wow. Yeah. Wow. But so, you know, that like was. A, like an 1119 straight block, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't ride that. <laughs> neither, neither end of that. <laughs> so yeah, that's that was part of it. I mean, they had to have so many different variety of wheels. And yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that's the 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 nail that put you know in the last in the coffin or the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back or whatever. But yeah, that it just it's getting to a point where it's so particular. Yeah, new bikes. There was one more story I did want to cover, and because of time, I, I can't believe I'm kind of bumping it. But I do want to say uh, that that thoughts and and thank God they're going to be okay. Uh, Bora Hanscrow had a, a car versus team accident um, a, a, about what a, a little over a week ago, I yeah, think. And a um, couple riders were injured. I guess there was a, ri- a car that you know in classic form just pulled straight out in front of the the guys without even blinking. And um, it seems like we've got some 
Uh, you know, neck braces being worn, things like that, uh, a concussion involved, and things like that. But two some concussions. Riders, I mean. Yeah, two mm. concussions. Um, so, shit. I mean, I, mean I, I, is it just me or incidents on the rise, or are they just being more reported? Well, big ones. I mean, you think about um, Sunweb back in the day with uh, Dagenkolb yeah. lost the tip of his finger and they had to sew it back on. They took out seven guys. One guy. Well, in fact, it was. Um, Oh my gosh! He actually took face uh, lacerations and stuff. He's, he's back to racing. I can't even think of his name. Microphone amnesia. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, he's back to racing. He, t- he took it really hard. Hagen, Hagen. Not Carstairs. No, no, no. <laughs> Chad. Chad Hagen. 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 Oh, okay. I think he yeah. he was part of that crash. Was he really? Yeah. He's got scars on his neck and stuff. Wow. He's nasty. Um. I, I, do you guys ever get concerned about riding on the road anymore? Yeah. Or I mean, I, I'm hearing more and more people saying, "Shit, it's more dangerous than it ever has been out there." Fuck it, I'm gonna switch to gravel or mountain bike or, heaven forbid, all indoor riding and stuff like that. I mean, there are cases of it. I hear people who are doing this because. Go, Jay. Oh, sorry. Um, I I don't know if it's necessarily any worse out there you know i think that bad drivers have been around since the invention of the car um yeah but i also think that there are there is now equipment out there to ensure that safety you know like i know that a lot of cyclists will will scoff at the sound of of taillights but i think that a a set of lights unfortunately always like always on even in the daylight will make will ensure that safety just a little bit more. I mean, I do it every once in yeah. a while when it's when it, when the light's a little bit lower, like I I ride with the tail light on and <clears throat> it just kind of makes me feel a little bit safer and like I'm seeing a little bit better. So I think that there's now equipment out there to just make sure that we are as safe as we possibly can be. I see a lot of people riding with them now. And even um, the ones that have cameras in them that are running on a loop. Yeah. I just I just turn my headphones up really loud so I don't yeah. hear it coming. So yeah. you just it's, it, yeah. it's going to happen. Blinding <laughs> flash of light, yeah. and next thing you know, you're at St. Peter's Gates. Yeah. The the only wrong thing direction, that's, boy. You're going that where way there are down. no she sheds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's changed really is cell phones since we were young. Yeah. And distraction through through mm-hmm. that. So people are way more like distracted than they were, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's it's got to it's got to play a major role. So it's it's I don't know. I mean, again, when I say is it just that they're being reported more? I mean, because we have a much more global community where we're, we have access to all these stories at our fingertips. Um, uh, is are 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 these type of events on the rise, or are we just reading more about them? Probably both. Fear. I would say both. I think. I hope. Yeah, I just boy. I, I hope it's. I hope it's just that we're reading more about them. Because you know, I, you know, yeah. Jackson, you were going to say something. Oh, I just, I, I, I was agreeing with you. I think, I think we are reading more about it. You know, I think that always there are going to be incidents where rider and car meet. I, I mean, we, we do go out and put ourselves in those kind of areas, and yes, we do have the exact same rights as, as cars do, but. I think that now we have the, uh, we always, like you said, have the access to it now. Yeah. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, that's depressing enough. Should we get to the topic of the show? I, I gave you guys an assignment. I hope you guys paid attention to it. When no. I brought up the, yeah, of course, Jack didn't. No, Jack didn't. <laughs> um, so gentlemen, we've been around for a while. Well, some more than others. Uh, yeah. Paul, when did, <laughs> what year did you start racing your bicycle? Nin- the actual official race was 1986. 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, remind me when you started Eight. bike racing. 83. 83? Yep. Just the year before the trials. We both started the same yeah, year then. Yeah. yeah you I just d- were, uh, just didn't pay much attention to me. I was younger. Dude, you were the only person I ever rode with for most of those years. <laughs> it, yeah. We would sprint for yellow signs know, thinking they were sprints. I, I probably and that was a lot miles. of fucking signs. Yeah. I probably had more miles with you than anybody else yeah. ever. That's, yeah. uh, I'm That's scary. Yeah. Jackson Bulger, just for the sake of the audience, when did you start bike racing? Probably you remember? 2012, 2013. <laughs> Okay, he's a kid. He's young. I know, and he's fucking fast. So we've seen a lot. Trends, innovations, uh, riding and racing styles. Hell, we've seen the birth of mountain biking, at least some of us. Jackson, sorry. Um, The designation of gravel. I don't say the birth of gravel because people were riding on gravel roads when there weren't paved roads. Uh, we've We've seen the birth of triathlons. In our sorry again, I'm saying the three people here. We the birth of e-bikes, of aero bars, even performance-enhancing drugs beyond the good old-fashioned methamphetamine and cocaine. cocaine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, that's what they used yeah, that's to. That's what use. we did. A little meth, a yeah, little coke. Little coke. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah. Um, some have been brilliant. Some not so much. Right. Uh, some have helped make the sport better or more accessible. And I'm not talking about meth and coke. Um, <laughs> some have made us look like even bigger dorks or bigger assholes out on the road. So uh, let's break down the greatest and worst innovations in the sport. A very biased lists uh, list. So um, uh, I, 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 Jack is looking at me like he didn't do his homework. Well, that's okay. I, I don't remember you can, this. You one. can oh, improvise see, he, on this. His last bike he purchased me. was the 2010. Yeah, and maybe he's not qualified. So for he's this old question. on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still riding 10 speed. What is it now? Is there 12 or 14? There's 12. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. There's, there's one by even too. If you're in, nah, I'm not into that. Yeah. I like two two by. So which we, st- <laughs> I think we should start off with the good shit, the stuff mm. that came out in our lifetimes. And Jackson, I can't wait to hear your perspective on this because you're gonna, you know, yeah, and stuff like that. The good things that came out or have come out in our lifetimes that we see as great innovations of the sport. I will start off. 
and I'm going to give you, I'm going to just give you a generic one. And by the way, I also got on, I, I sent it out to our, our friends on Facebook and social media and, and I got some responses from them oh. and t- things like that. So my first one is going to be, I think truly changed the name of the game was integrated brake and shift levers. Um, I remember seeing those. I think it was Shimano's first one that came out with them, the STI levers. I saw those and I was like, "Holy shit, that's so cool! I want, I want, I want." And I, I had to, it took me forever to convince my wife that the people in the crit were beating me because I couldn't shift gears fast mm-hmm. enough. I had to take my hand <laughs> off the bars. Dangerous, honey. Yeah, exactly. And she finally looked at me and said, "Fine, you can get some like Ultegras." Or something like that, but that's my first innovation. Thinks it changed the sport in terms of functionality and innovations. Does anybody want to follow? Oh, the integrate. Oh, Jack, right out of the gate. Right okay. Of the gate. Um, carbon fiber. I think. I think it's it's like been everything from wheels to pedals to helmets. It's changed everything. So you know, it's taken pounds off of bikes. Now they have to add weight to make to make weight. So, um, carbon fiber. All right, I'll, I'll, that's I'll, pretty I'll basic. That. These like, yeah. are pretty basic. I've got a couple that are a little higher up there, but uh, higher Jack, level stuff. Jackson or Paul? Go Jackson. Jackson. Oh, um, my first one I have here is um, a little generic as well. I put the aero bike. I think um, there is not a bike that you see in the peloton right now that would not be considered somewhat of an aero bike. Yeah. I know that there will be others that disagree, but I think it's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we were all looking at Paul immediately on that one, but yeah, keep going. But I think the uh, the attention given to aerodynamics is, is a pretty important one right now. Like I've said before, and I get nerdy about it, but anything over 10 miles an hour in aerodynamics matters. So there you go. Good kids these days. So I agree I'll, with them, I'll, but, yeah. I'll respond to all three of those. Okay. But are you so, going to give us something innovative or are you going yeah, to just say, to me, you all full of to shit, me, get off no, my lawn. No. Yeah. <laughs> to me, the biggest one, and still is today, clipless pedals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big deal. That's Huge. my second. That's my second on my so, list. Comfort. So for me, it's, it's like something that was adapted quickly. I mean, people had no problem switching over. That's an indication. The next is is brake lever shift Wait, lever. Wait, stop SDI. for a second. We got to address this whole clipless pedal thing because I first of all need to bring attention to the fact that Jack Broadhead and Pat Bulger were the first people in Spokane, Washington, to have clipless pedals. Yep. Aer- you, you got the black ones. No. I got the white ones. <laughs> they were no, they were both white. They this was back this when like look the, the look white, white pedals were the only one. Oh, big, yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. And um, I, had a pair I, I do in remember. I do remember that that was not an easy transition. If you look at that picture of the track i bet we have our clipless pedals and on phil track. miller got pissed at us yeah, for having track, clipless pedals on the track yeah, bike might, separates yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but i do remember but you said an easy and smooth transition it was not a smooth no, no, transition. i'm saying that once you you it was hard for you to understand the clip in and out yeah. of course they're falling over but if you had clipless as soon as you adjusted to getting in and out you didn't want to go back. You no. never thought. Yeah. You never okay, thought. I see what you're clip, yeah. yeah. Unless you're like, Sean Kelly. Just I, I want bend straps and cranking down and yeah. my toes to All go the numb. Pain. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. The, the metal piece of the toe clip mm-hmm. digging into the, the arch of your foot. Yeah. That's all okay. fun. Okay. So all what we're talking about is yeah. part of my video, which is later. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then on the carbon, I kind of agree a little bit. It has changed, but it took a long process. Um, yeah, carbon bikes carbon used to snap left and right. Yeah. Yeah. 
They used it's to a snap. Noodle. They were hard. I mean, the Carbano, which was made by um, uh, Clonago, was a cool bike in the 80s, but it couldn't hold together. A lot of them didn't hold together. It took a long time, but even wheels failed. Now, I never true my wheels. When we had aluminum, it was like, I mean, that was part yeah. of your, yeah. your deal was once a week you went and tuned up your wheels. I never touched my wheels. You know, I don't so know worth, how to It's worth anymore. the two thousand bucks. Yeah, it is. It really years. is. Yeah. Uh, uh, you yeah. know, there's the advance, but it took a long time. But it, the brake lever, shift lever, the first time you get them is like it does take some adjustment time. Yeah. But do you ever want to go to down tube shifting? No. no. Do you ever want to go to clips instead of clipless? No. no. Yeah. Those are the ones that are really okay. Make a big difference. So I'm I'm going with other ones that I picked. Then I'm just going to go with the rest of my list. I only got three more. Arrow bars changed the game. Yeah, they didn't. Um, except on road ra- on mass start races Spinachis. or gravel. Spinachis. Right, Jackson? <laughs> I miss Spinachis. So, hey. I, I have like, a pair, and I miss those fucking things. They do? were great. Yes. Spinachis, mm-hmm. I wish they were still legal. I would ride them today. I just want you guys to know when I'm setting up my rain bike, I've, I've reached out to a few people looking to figure out my rain bike. I'm, I put all the weird shit on my rain bike. I, I just so like Justin's bike, you know that weighs yeah. 150 right. pounds. I do that with my rain bike. I love it. I just squeakers, bells, you know, you know. So Spinachis, can I have your Spinachis if I can't find mine, I'll or can I use them? It. Let me think about I, that. They're one. so great. Well, it's yeah. your rain bike, and will my Spinachis get wet? Because yes. you know, rain <laughs> yes. burns. Your Spinachis it's, it's will get wet <laughs> over there. Yeah. Acid rain. Yeah. 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 Um, nutrition advancements. Huge. From Max and Pips and Exceed. Do, do you guys remember any of those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jackson's just sitting here going, fuck, I got it. I can find was it. What was it? Body fuel. Yeah. Unipro. Body Unipro. Choking back Nature Valley granola bars because that was the only thing you could put in your jersey other than a Fig banana. Newtons. Fig, Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons. I still Fig use Newtons. those today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, the they're tried and true forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you can't imagine a world with that shit anymore, no. though. Without that, the, yeah. the f- better the flavor, the better yeah. stuff. Everything is so much better now, and a complete change. And my last name, my last one was bike computer technology. I, I had the old Avocet, the original yeah. Avocet, because Greg mm-hmm. Lamond had it. The twenty, the, oh yeah. 20. And uh, all, I was gonna say fifty. I can't, all, I can't even. Remember. All the way up to now, we've got you know our our Wahoos with color screens, and I, I Jackson, I think somebody was saying the other day about the Rome battery and how long it lasts. Like you can go. Forty-eight hours on a charge or something like that. It's, a, it's a long time. It changes the game. Yeah, just huge. Anybody got anything in addition to that of uh, innovations? Change the sport. Cool. Holy shit. Other than EPO. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, oh, Jackson does go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I have uh, four more actually. So oh. um, I bet he says park er- helmets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. <laughs> If I could, I would, uh, yeah, but yeah. that's a little too, that's, that's too, too, too much of a little ball yeah. for me. Um, <laughs> I said, um, the first one I said was the smart trainer. I think the smart trainer makes, yeah. uh, it, it changes the game in terms of indoor cycling. Yep. I think it's a pretty, it's a pretty great thing and it kind of, it makes it fun to be inside and ride your bike rather than I want all the listeners to watch Paul just staring <laughs> off into the distance. He's just trying to find his happy place. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next one is uh, not that controversial in the world, but controversial in our studio. Um, I've <laughs> said disc brakes. I think that's oh. a. Uh, I think 
first of all, we have said it before, all four of us will be writing disc breaks in the next 10 years. Well, That's Jack correct. might not. Uh, yeah, I he's will, still on, yeah. be on his 2010 10-speed yeah. bike. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I agree with you, Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we're going to be We don't have a choice. Point. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be at that point. Mm-hmm. And wheel changes won't exist in road races no. anymore. Well, I think that they will that will be something that is thought about once everybody gets onto it. Um, I also think that as we've all obviously seen, they, um, obviously break better in the wet. I think you can break later. Um, you can, uh, to me, I feel safer on a pair of disc brakes rather than I do rim brakes. Obviously not everybody will, but that's how I feel. Um, my next one is kind of piggybacking dad off of what you said, the GPS computers. I think if from someone who is living in an area that they haven't lived their entire life, having that opens the world. Um, and then lastly, I wrote um, the invention of the dedicated gravel bike. I think that is uh, obviously taken storm. And I, even our own Paul Maine wants one. So, um, oh, the yeah. old fuck wants one. <laughs> It's a uh, it's it's an invention that will not soon leave our our peripheries. All right, gentlemen, old curmudgeons, do we have anything that's like bullshit? I, I well, for me, a gravel <laughs> bike will be basically a cross bike. You know, seventy three degree parallel. Yeah. I don't I don't want the slack. The way they're going now is is just a drop bar mountain bike. It that's is. That's the trend, and yeah. I don't like that because that's not my type of riding. No, I agree. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's a great winter bike to get one of those. It would Fenders. be a great, yeah, and disc brakes. Good rain know. bike, bro. Rain bike, yeah, bro. yeah, bro. Uh, disc brakes are great for foul weather and everything, yeah. without a doubt. Um, as an indoor training, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, as long as people are right, I never, ha- I can't poo poo any of that. You know, I do a lot of poo pooing on the show, but that's so I try to hold back my poo poo. <laughs> Um, so, but I like that people are getting and getting fit. That's good. But I, you can, I, I actually, speaking of poo pooed, I, I, I stopped my (laughs) subscription to Zwift. I couldn't handle it anymore. Uh, You did? Yeah. I broke down. Yeah. I don't like it. It's just me. Me too. That's the cartoon. Jack, you never even have it. (laughs) Should we get to this? I'm a holdout. Anybody got any additions to innovations? I, 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 a little bit getting back to carbon. Yeah. What what that's done, what they've done with frames, with monocoguing. They're all everything. the same. Well, the thing is, is they're able to shape tubes, build, yeah. building bikes, you know. Oh, you yeah. Had, to, to firm up a, a bottom bracket, you look at my BMC and the way they've, you can do that with, with carbon fiber so you can get a ride preference, the, what you're aiming for as a manufacturer. Yeah. Uh, and you can't do that with metal. They're trying to do it with aluminum, and I think that's that's pretty impressive, but... That is huge. The bikes are holding a lot longer than they have been in the past. Uh, they used to crack and fall apart. Yeah. So, but yeah, that I think lightness and stiffness and compliance is a huge thing. So damn expensive. Oh, that's the that's, that's just bricks. So. Yeah, I do have <laughs> I do have from our listeners um, best uh, the some of the good innovation innovations such as disc brakes again dropper posts. This is a mountain bike rider. Yeah. Um, big change. Agreed. Full suspension. I agree in terms of full suspension. It changed yeah. the game. Um, that carbon, took a while though. It did, and mm-hmm. well, and it's been it's been evolving ever oh, since. Yeah. Um, yeah, carbon again. Uh, LED headlights. 
Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Huge. that sh- I remember having a gigantic battery on my first headlights, and they only lasted about an hour. Yeah, I had Cat Eye had this, like, it was called Night something. Night Vision, I think, Night, or something. Night yeah. Rider, too. And you Night used Rider. the original Cat yeah. Eye on it, and, yeah. and uh, it gave me, like, a half hour to get home. But, yeah. But it was a good bright light, but it didn't last long. So, yeah. Um, tubeless tires and sealant. Oh. Uh, that works, yeah. I think, in every yeah, yeah. application other Except than road. bombing down. And, and it doesn't seem to be taking up too fast on the on the cross side. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, okay, should we get to the shit? The absolute crap. I'll warm you up, and you guys can go off of my list. I have several here. Okay, first one's uh, the helmet visors that they put on mountain bike helmets. When they first brought out mountain bike helmets, the Zero, I remember there was one. It's just this little tiny little plastic little visor that they attached to the front of it. And like, oh, that's a mountain bike helmet. Mm-hmm. What the fuck did that thing serve? It didn't keep any sun out of your eyes. It was just a little plastic, stupid attachment to the front of your fucking helmet. That's my first one. Dumb. Second one, I hate the shorts with the leg pockets in them right now. The side leg <laughs> pockets. Jackson's, Jackson's disagreeing with me. Your I, think cell phone I, think it's, I think it's fucking stupid. Uh, the third one, aerodynamic bottles that only fit one cage. I remember that. I have a Campanola yeah. bottle on, yeah. the, yeah. on the funny bike in there. Profile. Uh, next one, in the 1980s, they had colored zinc sunblock that you put on your nose. That was, yeah. I remember. And you wore it. Fuck. Yeah, t- yeah I wore it. I wore <laughs> yeah. all kinds of colors. Now you stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I am now. Because you look back at your pictures going, God yeah. damn it. Jesus, why did I wear that <laughs> stupid shit on my nose? That's you probably hair. wore hammer pants, too. Hammer pants, yeah. yeah. Hammer time. I did. Yeah, I did. All right, see, there I you did. go, Zinc. Uh, zinc. <laughs> Next one, cycle bindings. And I can bash that company because they were a sponsor of my team. Jack, you were gone, I, I think, before we got sponsored bindings. by Cycle Bindings. That was probably 88. Great stiff shoes, but the pedals were just like a... They recessed into yeah, your shoe. Into your shoe, and they were terrible. Oh, no. They were terrible. You had to have their shoe and their pedals. Uh, the mm. next one, the drilling fad. I remember Randy Blaylock got into drill. the drilling fad oh where people God. would take Black a drill to their bikes, well, and they would just drill out mostly, their rims, their cranks, their derailleur cages, Mostly uh, chain rings. Chain rings and cranks. Yeah. And, and brake levers. Yeah. And brake levers, but mm-hmm. I don't know about frame. I don't know if I've ever said. I, I don't think I ever said frame. frame. I didn't say frames. Oh, I said right. their wheels. I think. Okay. I might. Well, let's go you back might. to the tape. Yeah, nope, whatever. we can't. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> and lastly, my last really fucking stupid carbon fiber Strider bikes for kids. Specialized <laughs> hey. in making one hey, right fucking now. If you got the money, no. Don't. <laughs> don't spend the money on don't it. Don't encourage them. Buy a bike for another kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much of, are they? Your status is not going to go up that much for buying Fuck. your kid a fucking carbon a fiber striver bike. Can yeah. you tell how mad I am at this goddamn yeah. thing? Yeah. It's stupid, and it pisses me off. There. Those are my bad ideas. Does wow. anybody want to question them? Nope. Mr. Jackson not with me. the pocket <laughs> sleeves and the side of your shorts. <laughs> God, I hate those. Let's all me. talk about it, though. I can't calm down. <laughs> how convenient. How convenient. Oh, the oh, pockets shit. that are on our backs. Whoever the hell thought so about So are washing that? machines. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to get you a vest, an ultra marathoner vest, so that you can put your... Put all your goose in the vest yeah. and have some breast water why watering. You, yeah, why don't you just yeah. stick your power bars to your top tube? Jeez. Jackson's like, are you mad? Are you waiting for your turn to talk? Oh, I was just waiting. I was just waiting, <laughs> waiting for us to get tired. Yeah, yeah. old guys, oh, right out of energy yeah. Yeah. and esteem. Quick, go, Jackson. Oh, I, I'm just, I was, I've been very much thinking about this. That 
it's very, very, very inconvenient to always have to reach behind you <laughs> and grab everything, especially, let's say you are off-road. It is very inconvenient. If we're being really, I'm gonna stand up for the camera here. It's the worst place to put a, put pockets, besides like in the middle of your back. Having it on your leg that makes things so much easier to me. But you're not as aerodynamic with it on your leg, and that's why I don't own them. You're talking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're talking about eight inches of space here, the mm-hmm. distance between your thigh and your and your back. Well, another maybe a thing to think that, about is on me. how comfortable is everybody taking their hands off the bars? Newer riders, that's a great idea. I almost crashed last time we rode, but you know, <laughs> still, yeah. I didn't crash. Oh, they look so. They dumb. give you saddlebags. They make you look like, yeah, you've gained a little weight. Yeah, I would say for adventure cycling, that type of thing, when you need to store stuff. I mean, the application is fine. We are with Gravel Jackson here. Too. Yeah, years. and Pan so years. I think I don't know. I I personally wouldn't want pressure against the side of my leg with something inside that pocket yeah yeah but i don't know if if i was self you know supported type of racing i don't care where the pressure is because i gotta carry all this shit right road cyclists it it makes sense in certain applications but if you're a road rider it's like you're way too self-conscious you're you're not gonna (laughs) fucking put stuff on your out. Everything's that's, no. That's the yeah. beauty of road cycling for me. Yeah. I, I'm basically it's a like an F1 car getting gaining a yeah a roof rack. You, you want to put yeah. <laughs> I mean, How about you know, some water, a, a coaster, <laughs> a little you yeah. know bottle yeah. holder in there, yeah. cup holder, a roof rack yeah. with some bikes up there on yeah. the F1 car. <laughs> yeah, I keep quoting the rider. You know where Uncatil used to take the bottle out of his cage and put it into his jersey on yeah. climbs. Yep. Because he said the bike, the bike needs to be light. Uh-huh. That has nothing to do with shorts with yeah. with yeah. with pockets on them. But does uh, does okay? Jackson disagrees with my shorts with leg pockets. Does anybody disagree or have anything that they can top on their list of bullshit? I did get oval chainrings. Uh, one somebody did comment but on oval keep, chainrings. They keep like coming back. I mean, they do keep coming yeah. back and and going away and going away. And actually, somebody said something away. really interesting. One Maybe of they have their place. Mm-hmm. So one of our listeners said something really interesting in the fact that uh, uh, the derailleur, it, it, it's it's still the most efficient method of making all this work. Mm-hmm. But is it really the most efficient? Based on weight, I would think they all, there's an eight-speed internal now they yeah. make. That hub is heavy, you know, because yeah, you have, yeah. yeah. So you have to weigh things out. It's just not... It is efficient. They've been trying to figure out like that that uh, cer- uh, ceramic speeds, trying to come up with a different drivetrain yeah. shaft. So I, cool. I think something eventually will come along, and and that's fine, you know, if, as long. But to me, the arrow thing is a big problem. Yeah, Jackson. I know you're gonna. That, yeah, Paul, and, and this Paul is was earlier. Yeah, it's all based on. Your my, weekend. You know, me. Yeah, <laughs> the week. That's for the weekend warrior. I mean, for me, for bike racing, I'm thinking. I started thinking about this as I'm, and, and I'm I'm adding in to my bike, you know, rebuilding my bike as they have this non-aero bike, but all my cables are hidden, you know. Yeah. And I'm feeding this thing through, and I'm like, for what? I I I don't understand. If if I'm using this bike for racing, how often am I getting the advantage, a true advantage of aero, if I'm in a pack? I mean, your race tactics, 
I mean, a breakaway guy probably would want to be arrow as much as arrow as possible, right? So, but if you're riding in a pack, that aerodynamics kind of goes away okay. a little bit. At it's more what, sanitary, though. At what level? It's, see, that's the thing. Now it's a cosmetic thing. It's it cleaner. Is, it yeah. looks better. There, I but the insta- installation for the average Joe, for, for somebody who like me, I like working on my bike. That's yeah. Because I, I like to know everything, what's going wrong. When something goes wrong, I know what it is on my bike, on the ride, that type of thing. So. You know, the thing is when I'm I'm fishing these wires through and that used to be my specialty as an electrician is fishing wires. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is like the dumbest thing just yeah. to hide it, cables. It, it's sanitary. I yeah. love exposed cables though. I do Me love too. you know the actual Jackson's well actually cringing. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I love adding the little donuts so it doesn't scratch my frame. Uh-huh. I mean uh-huh. I I love that look. Um it's more of a cross mountain bike look. Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. but but um, I don't know. Well, Jackson, what makes you cringe about exposed cables? I think it just looks messy, in my opinion. I think there's Sanitary. It's, it's kind yeah. of a spaghetti in front of my in 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 front of my uh, handlebars, and it yeah I it also does kind of scratch my bike as well, and to have to put to have to kind of put in an extra little amount of little stickers or little donuts, donuts like jack yeah. was saying to yeah. protect my bike is just i don't know why it just kind of feels a little bit much to me and, and I, it also sometimes kind of doesn't look that great in my opinion. okay so we can i think we can all agree generational let's be honest, gap no 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 that no. I, it is 1000 percent cosmetic 100 percent. because if mm. you're if you're gonna get caught in a break because your cables on your top tube are exposed how much energy lost, is that let's worth? Be yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. It's not the fault. It, somebody of the could probably calculate it out, you yeah. know. But it, it, it in application as an amateur Sir Brails, rider, Brailsford would rack yeah. it up to marginal gains, but it, you, know, you know, he's probably got a twelve thousand dollar chain too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, as an amateur rider, for functionality to be able to service my bike, I don't want to feed. Now they some of those you had to feed through the stem. You still have to feed through the stem comes down through the stem through the down tube but now we have electronics right so mm-hmm. then that eliminates the cables and now we have hydraulic hoses that we have to fish through yeah that oh, i mean yeah. so it, it's for serviceability and practicality it's not there i got into cycling because as my video will show the, the, yeah yeah <laughs> this is just a little a little bite <laughs> a little um, leader, leader but it, it was it was all about minimalistic. I mean, I like the beauty of cycling was just you had this one machine and you, and yourself, and you had to know yourself. You didn't have all these exponents and, and, and you know, a little bit. There was always everybody's trying to find a better system, and a better advantage. way. But yeah. but it was, you know, in the 80s, 90s, it started getting a little crazy. We had all sop. Can you imagine somebody riding those? I can't even imagine. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it just started I had going nuts up stem, but on my mountain bike. Yeah, I, I don't want to poo-poo advancement. I think aerodynamics, like wheels, are a huge thing. For those of you mean. keeping track, Paul Maine has said poo-poo four <laughs> times. More than that. Yeah, I think yeah. it was six. But. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway, wheels are a big thing, but on aerodynamics. Your bike, what I heard, and I might be wrong, but it's a very low percentage, like 10% of your aerodynamics drag, aerodynamic or coefficiency, is your bike. 90% is your body. 
Yeah, your that's position, where the focus. Your position is everything. Hundred percent. Yeah. So if I'm worried about getting spending a ten thousand dollar bike for the most aero bike, all my cables, ha- you know, the headache of assembling this bike and getting it serviced for ten ten percent of my drag for ten grand for ten grand. <laughs> When all I need to do is work out and, and get yep. in a position where yep. I'm more aerodynamic and better clothing and a better helmet. So you could ride your rain bike with fenders and be in an aero oh, position. Be in an aero position and still be <laughs> and still be faster. So that's my beef. Jackson, do you have anything that you see in your years as a complete waste of something like that? Like why the <laughs> hell did they do this? I'm just wondering, you know, because you you've been at it for Fortunately, a lot lesser time. Well, um, I have been at it for a little bit here at this point. So, and, and I've and I've seen some things going through. I think um, the improper one of them that I wrote down is the improper bike fit for aero gains. I think that your fit on your bike is probably one of the most important things if you're going to enjoy cycling. If you get on the bike every single time and you hate how it feels yeah. just because you're aerodynamic. You're never gonna want to ride your bike, so that's I think very that's because. Yeah. And what I'm kind of what I'm thinking off here is I'm thinking of guys my size, it's like six four, really tall, big. Obviously, I'm not big and broad, but like big broad guys who have the tiniest of bars and just to get aerodynamic. So I think that if if you're the average rider, such as myself, I think that could be kind of later down the line, pretty pretty poor for your yeah. your body. You wonder if that if that has to do with anybody just getting a bad shop experience, where somebody's selling them a, a, a bag of goods that isn't exactly going to get them get them dialed in. Close. Enough. Well, I've seen it in the pros. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I don't think pros are in it to get comfortable. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that comes to a point. I mean, it, so you know for for my angle and everything that i i mentioned was because of amateur racing not pro i i was never going to be a pro i want to do the best i can service to be able to do as many races as i can and enjoy that's my giggles so um but that is such a small percentage of the bike industry yeah so the industry has developed this you got to have a more aerodynamic and it's keeping up with the joneses attitude which being I won't call myself a minimalist, but I'm kind of lean towards that way. It's like you got to stop because it'll never end. Yeah. And and the forcing of, of, you know, spending ten grand for a bike that, the bike that I have now, was was six grand in 2012. That same model with the same componentry is ten ten eleven grand. Yeah. It's like that's eight years. How does it get that big? And and it's all about rerouting the cables and disc brakes and. You know, getting more and more complicated, and 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 you know, electronic shifting, and it's like God, you can't keep up with it. Yeah, but well, you'd have to decide what is actually going to be an advantage and what's not. Yeah. So if well, electronic what, shifting makes you fast, then uh, you know, and whatever. what's available anymore? I mean, That's we're now getting to the point where your basic racing bikes are going to be disc brakes they're going to be we're we're leaning towards electronic shifting and there's probably not a negligible difference when you go from a look pedal to a clips and straps yeah getting into a a a clipless pedal and being the first into the first corner is a game changer it's the whole race yeah 
versus trying to find and strap and all that. Yeah. So I don't I don't think what they're producing these days is from 2012 to 2020 is the game changer. Exactly. It all the majors that we talked about earlier have well, have evolved. Yeah. Like the shorts with the pockets and the side. shorts <laughs> with the pockets and the side. Well, that's not very arrow. It's fucking stupid. Put them on your ass cheeks. <laughs> Little like my jeans. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, yeah. b- bedazzled. Yeah. Uh, my jeans aren't deba- debazzled. Debazzled. They're so not. we're an hour and 18 minutes into a podcast, and I've got I've to sell one quick bit before we get to the fact that we're, it is time for Watch This with Professor Paul Maine. Um, and, and what I need to get out to the audience is that uh, Club Pack Filler is about two weeks away from launch. Um, you guys, I am not a salesperson. I am not. But when I find myself really excited about shit and going out and talking to people and other companies and they get excited, suddenly it becomes a lot easier. So um, uh, the the whole club pack filler concept is coming very soon. And for some of you, you guys are going to get mad at me because, yeah, some of our content's going to have a little short, little tiny of a paywall up in front of it. I'm sorry. we've been, I've been doing this since 1999. <laughs> so broke. No, um, <laughs> but what we're going to do is um, this is not just a, a a simple pay scheme okay what's what's happening is there's a lot of things that are going to come to the listeners in terms of exclusive content shows specific shows pack filler interviews are going to be available to members social media accounts where you have direct access to the show a lot more than you would direct line and call into the shows huge discounts for many of these new corporate partners and I'm, I'm I'm talking discounts that go beyond paying for what your membership would include uh, three four hundred dollars worth of, worth a of deal in terms of discounts swag, hats, clothing, samples, and everything like that. It includes free entry to every single event that the pack filler is going to be put, putting together. So if you could do eight events, you put 20 bucks behind that, you get free to all those, okay, which is going to happen in one way or the other. So the package values at over 300 bucks, and the monthly fee that basically is going to cost you as to as little as a buck to more, no more than your post-ride beverages, you're welcome. So uh, please, please, please uh, think about it. Give it a give it a gander. Once we get this whole thing launched, it's going to be a real good deal. And I've got some really fun sponsors that are coming on board, and um, I'm I'm getting excited about it. I'm getting really excited about it. So there's that. Now, Jackson Bulger, I'm putting you on the spot. Did you watch a throw of the dice, the Rafa movie that Paul assigned for last week? This is your online class quiz. 20 minutes before we pressed go, I sure as hell did. Dude! It doesn't matter when you do the homework, just that you yeah. did it. Uh, it. Spoken like a true college student. Absolutely. Last minute. Yeah, I'm yeah. a high school teacher, and I did it about 2 o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> Jack, the video? The video. Yeah. Rafa. 10 o'clock last night. The 10 o'clock I last was texting. Yeah, I got his text. I, so, so I drove across the state yesterday to Auburn and back and figured out what the homework was, got home, grabbed a beer and did the a homework. Stout. A stout. I did. You only yeah. drank right. four of those. But it wasn't it wasn't this stout. It was You're not my brother. Huh? Yep. Yeah. From wow. Iron Goat. Mm-hmm. Gotta make it personal there. Oh, yeah. oh it was the name <laughs> of the beer. it's actually the name of the beer. But <laughs> I had a So a we've all quote. watched it. Yep. We all, so let's talk about that film first this is the pack filler movie club we don't do books no right <laughs> i can't read our attention span is about 14 yeah. minutes yeah. so <laughs> initial thoughts if you had to describe 
the Rafa a throw of the dice film. Paul has to go last in two to three words or maybe even one short sentence. Uh, what would you use to describe a throw of the dice by uh, by Rafa? Jack or Jackson can go first. I will say that it was strange but very thrilling and interesting. Okay, okay. I could see that on a on a marquee for a critic's review. Jack Broadhead, do you have anything yet or should I go? A mellow version of Clockwork Orange. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say more? Yeah, please so, do. So it was strange. Um, very 80s strange. Like I, but it was shot in the much later. I, I, but yeah. still, 2010, 2011. Yeah, but 2000. it just it had this like theatrics that was over the top, but like supposed to be over the top. Like you're supposed to, you know, kind of a Euro. Um, who's the Who's the director? Um, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Ridley so. Scott. It, yeah. And it so as bizarre as like some of the German stuff the it, it just it just had so much theatrics the trench warfare scenes the, and, and, and that, things the, like the, that his guts were coming out I were mean they? Yeah, yeah they were I didn't literally see the guts they, they were bulging out hey. and, I know and 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 <laughs> and the um, French you know um, uh, oh God the 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 dude. Um, who originally was walking the cobbles yeah, yeah. In, like, in kind of the Napoleonic yeah. garb. And he was doing the translation of the poem written in French. Yeah, just it, it was just uh-huh. it was so theatric. I, yeah. I, You had to get it. And I, it yeah. I think one of my favorite shots was just Johann Museo in a stretcher in oh. Arenberg, and nothing else was there. It was just he was on a hospital gurney. Again, just, super theatric. Just Johann mm-hmm. Museo. Under the sheets in a hospital gurney in the middle of nowhere. I was just like, "Yeah, what the fuck?" Weird. Yeah. But, but my favorite, actually, and I didn't realize this. I've watched Peru Bay twenty five times. I didn't realize that everybody got a plaque, a placard on the showers. That if you is win, the winners. Yeah, if you win. I know. Well, uh-huh. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, that was the for right. me that was the coolest. The how showers the, are the coolest. How about thing. the fingernails of the guy that handed him the rosary? My wife says off. that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, Jackson, yeah. did you see him? Oh He's God, like, yeah. Here, take my rosary. He, he was crazy. Was that yeah. like the grandson of the the dude in the trench? No, no, it's just it was a random same actor. I know, so for but some the, reason, the family resemblance. I think you have to take this whole because because Ridley Scott. Of course, if you've watched, yeah. which I think was a great sci-fi, was was Alien uh, before that. Oh, or after that, it was um, with Harrison Ford. And oh, oh, uh, fucking uh, Blade Runner, Blade, Blade Runner, Runner. Yeah. Blade yeah, Runner. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you know, he does Black take Hawk some, Down. He does yeah, some he does shit. a lot. Yeah, yeah the oh, Martian. God, Black Hawk Down distressed me out yeah. like for two hours. <laughs> He's was, like kind of a director. Yeah. The Martian yeah. you yeah. did also. Yeah. Um, so you know, he certainly got talent. But to me, is it incorporated the reason why I put it on there because I like artsy films. It's super artsy. Yeah, yeah. I like artsy films. Yeah. I like independent films. I don't like, sorry, super uh, superheroes. Like, superheroes. This production, it. Yep. I yep. just can't. I can't get into that. I want something a little more. This is going to sound snobby, but cerebral. Other than watching people blow up and 
the superhero as uh, explosions go off, he doesn't feel the concussion. Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Clockwork. I've seen I, that hundred times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It yeah. just it was. Yeah. Well, so, so you know that's that's why I want to introduce. The, I think it was artfully done, and and then it, it covered several points. One, to see Muse, Johan Museo, who they were going to cut his leg off. Yeah, that's amazing. And yeah. and and the weird thing, the supernatural. Whether you believe in it, and he says, I don't really believe in this thing, but the one day he didn't have it, he has it as a crash, and then he gets gangrene, and they're going to cut it off. And then his yeah. family says, we found your, your rosary, cr- rosary yeah. gave it to him, and the doctors came back the next day, and it's like, what You're the hell? Cured. So whatever, yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> well, we don't have to cut it off. I mean, it's kind of like, well, and then he kept them, and he and no one knows he actually gave those beads. Who did he give them to? Up. I think it was it, it was Tom it was, Bonin. Oh, I think I, because I, they were I, teammates at the, towards the end. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, but and he did go on. He had all right for the sake of time. For the sake yeah. of time, okay. uh, yeah, we could talk uh, about this uh, for hours. Paul's continued yeah. obsession with Perry Roubaix. Jackson even got kicked out of his his location. He's just been in. He's now in a different room. I think he's just yeah. like, you said you <laughs> stop at seven thirty, motherfucker. Yeah. No, so, no, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me, uh, okay, that was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, first of all, is your next selection anything to do with Perry Roubaix? No. What? No. Wow. Yeah. What? It, it, it deals with the topic we talked about, advancements and stuff. Yeah. And the reason why I got into cycling. Okay. So if you have the time, and apparently nobody does because they wait to the last minute to watch these things. That was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> is in Stars and Water Carriers. And I'll oh, send you the I link. Watched it. Okay. There is a section where Ole Ritter does the time trial, and it starts at the very beginning, and I'll give you the timeline. It is at 29 minutes and 30 seconds. On this particular, there's like three different um, sites on YouTube that you can plug into, but at 29, and I'll send the link to you. Okay. Um, and everybody Jackson, should watch all of Stars and Water Yeah, you, anyway, you can watch yeah. up to that point, but because I know that we're in a society where – 15 minutes is yeah, a push. It's, it's a tough. Yeah. It's really tough. Yeah. So at 29.30, start, and then at 41 minutes, then you can okay. you know, disconnect. Good. But it's the thing is the simplicity of the mechanics. It starts off there. You see the toe clips and st- straps, what they had to get into to get that whole thing. The mindset that they had, they had no computers. It was raw. It is a raw thing. And the narration is spot on. Yeah, I think it's very good. And again, a little on the artsy side. And this particular film was the very first uh, cycling film in the history of film. It's done by one motorcycle camera, but he stopped and took pictures yeah. and narrated. And there's a podcast, if I can find it, that anybody's interested, I might send that link. Also. So there we go. For okay. everybody, first of all, I think... If you want to claim yourself as a cyclist, and if you're if you're stuck like we are, probably riding indoors this weekend, crank up YouTube and and Stars and Water Water Carriers. Probably the whole thing is available on YouTube. Would yeah, it, it is. Be? Yep. I would imagine. Like I said, there's three different yeah people that that put it on there. Yeah. So so watch Stars and Water Carriers just to get a feel of of some, well, first of all, how old we are, but second of all, how how these classic vi- films are put together. I think th- I think that's a must for almost any mm-hmm. cyclist. That and a Sunday in Hell. Yep. You know, are, are two of the big ones. So there we go. That's our assignment for next week. Just a section of Stars and Water Carriers, but you should watch yeah. the whole thing. Yes. 11 minutes and 30 seconds. 11 yeah. minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds. You can make it. You can do it. Right? You guys, that's our show for this week. Stay tuned for our last pack filler interview before the club kicks in. 
Um, great talk with Gabriel Benjamin, a.k.a. Yoga for Cyclists. I had a chance to chat with him just a couple days ago, and we're going to be posting that probably by the end of this week. So um, that was a good one. And, that, man, oh, God, i got to start doing yoga. I really do. I did it today. Did you? Yeah. And just, a run. And a run. With stairs. He ran stairs. It's a run. we got to post that <laughs> video because, I, first of all, I love that you Thanks said- Thanks for inviting me. You said fuck about four times in like a 30-second <laughs> video. So that's- If we ever start a TikTok account, that'll yeah. be the one we uh, launch you with. You said <laughs> while you're working out, you're videoing? Uh, halfway through, uh, on my break, on recovery. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So there we go. Um, Jackson Bulger from Portland, Oregon. Thank you for being on the show, buddy. Yes. Thank you very much. I had a great time. Jack and Paul- of course, thank as you, usual, Pat. thank you for being here, Jack. I'm, ride your fucking I bike. I feel lucky. Ride your fucking bike. <laughs> Everybody out there, get out and ride your bike. Be sure to like and subscribe. And, you know, do us a favor. Tell a friend about us. And for those of you guys who were on uh, Podbean Live, keep in mind that uh, you can, for right now, call into the show. I fixed all that. It's all better. It's all better. So there we go. Um, I guess that, that's our show for the week. Thanks, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.